Welcome to Off the Board Sports. We are three professional sports handicappers. In each podcast episode, we will give three to five free sport picks to our listeners. We will also dive into the hottest sports topics around the globe and offer our opinions. Let's get right into our show before our picks are taken off the board. Good morning on this Sunday, and welcome to another edition of Off the Board Sports, your number one source for free sports picks and the best opinions out there on the world of sports. Yesterday, what do we say? We give you free picks. We hit at 64. It's approaching 65% now. That's right, 64, near 65%. Free winners yesterday, 4-1. and one. Clippers, 20-point win in Boston. How do we know? That's what you're asking there. Let us just leave it to us. Listen to our show and get those picks in before they do go off the board. Action Pack Sunday. There's no, no hiding today. AFC Championship right now. It sits at four, four and a half. The Ravens against the Chiefs, the mega matchup between the two superstar quarterbacks. And then the afternoon man, a Lions and 49ers. The total right now sits at seven. Let's get into it right now. We're going to lead off with the Australian Open. The man from Italy, another future hit yesterday by Juan and center. Comes back from two sets. Love to beat Daniel Medvedev. Just a really good win for the young Italian one. I know you've been high on him. Yeah, well, definitely high on Yannick Sinner. You talked about how he played yesterday in the first two sets. Wasn't himself. Daniel Medvedev really dictated the tempo, really uh, out-hitting him in the rallies. And Yannick Sinner was in a world of trouble going down 0-2 to Daniel Medvedev. And you talked about yesterday, I thought this was going to be done in four for Yannick. But uh, you talk about Medvedev. He's just the five-set king in these uh, Grand Slams. He loves it. He thrives in them. And, uh, again, this one was another five-setter. Yannick Sinner cleaned up the mistakes he was making in the first two sets, wins the third set, breaking him uh, when he was up 5-4 on a Daniel Medvedev serve. Then after that, you thought the momentum was surely shifting back to the Italian. It surely was. And then you talked about in that fourth set, it was tight. Both had both players had some break points, didn't capitalize. And, again, 5-4, Yannick Sinner uh, was up in that set, breaking Daniel Medvedev to win that set 6-4. Then, again, in the third set, similar, taking care of his serve, taking care of his uh, – a business on that category, and then you talk about Daniel Medvedev getting sloppy. The fatigue might have came in, like we talked about, playing a lot of five sets in this Aussie tournament, and I think it certainly did. Yannick Sinner knew he had the opportunity in that fifth set, like being down 0-2. But um, yeah, this was a great win for the Italian. He's going to certainly ride the momentum in the year in some of the other Grand Slams. You know, the next one coming up is Roland Garros in uh, March. Um, but excuse me, April. But um, yes, um, Marco, what are your thoughts on this match? You know, it was late uh, over there on our t- in the U.S. Yeah, but, nobody um, had a future here on either guy. We were both <laughs> on Novak and our Carlos Alcaraz. But Juan, yeah, you picked Sinner for the match. He was a hefty uh, favorite at minus two seventy five. Sinner as a dark horse. I like Medvedev. I had him here at plus two twenty as a pick. He looked good. I like the value I was getting with him. And as we mentioned, two zero. Sinner, all the credit to him coming back from a two zero deficit in the Grand Slam final. Yeah. And uh, give credit to him, and that's us uh, move on to the main topic today in the football games, boys. Yeah, before we get into the main topic, let's yeah. recap our future pick in the Farmers Insurance. Oh, hey, we do not hit every single one, as this is extremely hard. We do had, did have a guy, a couple guys up there. Matthew Pavard, congratulations. <laughs> the French man, his dad played for PSG, the French National, in France League One. Wins the Farmers Insurance Open. Uh, good tournament. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of big names uh, not there, but look forward. We look forward to Riviera. And the L.A. Los Angeles Open, we'll look forward to giving our free 
uh, picks and uh, futures for that tournament as well later in the week. Any thoughts on the golf? No, no thoughts. Congratulations to Pavon, the 31-year-old, getting his first win on tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we had some other guys at top to five finishes with uh, Aberg, Homa, Xander. Could it surely reel him in? But, yeah, it was a great effort. But, uh, again, on the south course, it's just too much of a task to make up shots. One of the toughest courses on tour. We all know that. Let's get back into the main topic today, boys. There we go. Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. This is for all the marbles in the AFC. Again, the total sits at 44. Open up at 44.5. It's going down to 44. I know a lot of people like the over here. I'm going to stay away from this. What are the big keys in this game? Of course, uh, Chiefs have some uh, riddle with some injuries, uh, missing their offensive all-pro tackle in this game with a chest injury, pictorial. Juan, what do you see this? Do you see the Phil, uh, Andrews coming back as a big advantage for the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, just to compare teams and sports, the Kansas City Chiefs, everyone knows them. Everyone, They've been there. They've done it, just like the Houston Astros in the baseball world, seven straight ALCSs. This is their sixth straight AFC Conference Championship game. So they've been there, like I said. They've done it. They face adversity, doing it different this year, going on the road, has to go on the road since they don't have the home field advantage. But they uh, achieved the, the goal last week against Buffalo. Now this is going to be a much tougher task against a stout Baltimore defense. We're calling Smith on the linebacking right with Patrick Queen. I, I really like Kansas City in this spot. It seems like everyone in the world, the public, spot, abiding into Baltimore. This line is jumping. But, again, the Sharps are keeping it uh, steady within the four. Uh, just hammering uh, Kansas City. Yeah, there's and, a lot of shops now going to four and a half. Yeah, it is four and a half right now. Like I said, yeah. the whole public is on Baltimore. But, uh, again, sharp money is on Kansas City. The keys of this game, in my opinion, I let Mark get into it a little bit first, and then I'll get my thoughts. Yes. But, um, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, well, I, I want to I interject with your guys' idea. I want each of you, uh, maybe one of you, to take uh, uh, who has the head-to-head coach, uh, coaching matchup advantage, the quarterback matchup, the defense against defense matchup. Well, I want to yeah. see what you want, guys. Let's jump about in uh, the two top de- defenses first because, yes. yes, the Ravens are number one in scoring defense. The Chiefs are number two. The Chiefs' defense overall is slightly better in terms of the statistics uh, and overall defense in terms of stats like that. But the Ravens are one in sacks. They had 60 in the NFL. Mike McDaniel, the young defensive coordinator, 36 years old, He's going to be a head coach in the next one to two years, but that's going to be an interesting matchup against the legend Steve Spagnola, 64, been in the game 25 years. But the Ravens, number one in sacks, like I mentioned, number one in takeaways, so that's going to be key in this game. Mahomes is going to face different looks, different pressures. They might spy him a little bit, but I like the Ravens' defense. You know, you got Kyle Hamilton, a second-year player out of Notre Dame, has just taken that next step in his second year, struggled a little bit last year. But you got another guy that's paired up with him, Stone, who led with second with seven seven interceptions in the NFL. And you also got good news: Marlon Humphrey uh, is expected to play, so you get another reinforcement back on that defense with those linebackers we mentioned with Wilcon Smith, Patrick Queen, Matabuke, the defensive end who had thirteen and a half sacks. And then you also look at what I just said: uh, Marlon Humphrey, probably their best corner coverage guy out of Alabama. So. I'm liking everything about this uh, Ravens defense. They're getting healthier at the right time. And uh, we mentioned the Chiefs had a couple of guys out on that 
starting a, defense, a safety spots as well. Which is going to be big. Well, get your milk and cookies. Get your favorite adult beverage. What else do you see in this game one? Yeah, it's going to be a coaching matchup. It's going to be. Well, I'm going to get into the defensive Reed. coordinators a little bit Horrible. with uh, Don Martinelli for Baltimore. You know, he's no. Uh, it's Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald. Excuse me. Yes. Um, you talked about what he's done with this Ravens defense, uh, taking over the job, really improved them. And, again, you talked about getting healthier, more there for the Ravens. But I, I'm going to go with Steve Spagnuolo. These guys in Kansas City, they have two of the best corners in the game uh, with uh, Ladarius Seed letting up his first touchdown pass all year on his receiver. He's going to be a, a task again uh, with a, the Baltimore's number one guy. I think he'll handle him. And then you talked about Trent McDuffie, the guy out of Washington, very talented corner, physical. I think they're going to have success against the Baltimore uh, receivers. And then, again, you talk about Steve Spagnuolo sending different looks. You're going to have Willie Gay back. He was mo- out most of that game against Buffalo. Uh, he's going to be spying Lamar. I think it's just going to come down to coaching and uh, different wrinkles uh, here and there for both sides. But I think it's going to be a chess match for sure. But, you know, Steve Spagnuolo, he's the master at it. He figures you out. The Chiefs have the best defense in the second half. They make their adjustments at halftime. I expect that to happen today. The question is, can the Ravens have an answer when that does happen and throw a wrinkle in, throw maybe a trick play in, maybe a screen to some of their uh, quick receivers? Yeah. I, I don't know, though. I mean, I, I think uh, Kansas City, They, like I said, they've been there. They've done it. I think it's going to be really coming down to that defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, against Sebas. That's also I'm going to look at one. Who, is, who has the edge, quarterback and tight end? Well, obviously the quarterback, you know, two-time MVP on both sides as Lamar Jackson's going to win it this year. But, yeah, you look at the tight ends, Mark Andrews back. We all know how he's an all-pro bowler, uh, really good in the running game, pass a running blocking tight end, one of the best in the game. But <coughs> you got Travis Kelsey on the other side, and this guy – He's always making big plays, right, Juan? Yeah, he absolutely is. He's a big-time playmaker. He certainly has been ever since he got into Kansas City. Uh, but you talk about uh, Andrews coming back with his injury. I think he's going to be more of a decoy for uh, mm-hmm. the distraction of Kansas City. I think uh, you got the young tight end, likely, who's everybody's been talking about. He's really came on in the second half and stepped up in Mark Andrews' uh, spot. Yeah, Love is a uh, likely out of Coastal Carolina. He's big, physical. He does all the little things right, as you want, as a tight end. But um, you talk about how he filled in that role after uh, Andrews, one of the best tight ends in the NFL, went down. Um, he's done an excellent job. I think they're going to still utilize him more than Andrews today. Again, they'll throw a wrinkle in there, like I said earlier, when they get Mark Andrews in there. If it's just for a, a run block, a pass protection, uh, maybe a, a quick five-yard pass, though, if it's a fourth and a third and short, fourth and short. But um, I, I think Baltimore will have success in the first half. They'll come out fast. But it's going to be those adjustments I've been trying to tell people all week, all day. Steve Spanola, the master that he is, he'll, he did it against Buffalo. Buffalo had no success in that second half. They stopped Josh Allen in the run game. They forced him to beat him deep in the passing game. Didn't make a throw. Um, it's going to be really if Lamar Jackson can make those throws in the second half, in my opinion. And, you know, he's not a great deep ball passer. I think if they keep him in the pocket. Now, with Jackson, he's always been good at take care of the ball. And you look at his uh, stats, he doesn't turn throw many that's interceptions. Fine. I know he, he runs. That's ha- fine and all, but yeah. he needs to make a throw in this game. I can guarantee you he needs to make a big-time play in this second half. I can uh, see it coming. And if he does not, similar to what Josh Allen did a week ago, if you guys watched that game, I know you what guys are you did. Who do you like in the game, but, um, I, You know what? I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to go with the Kansas City Chiefs here. I mean, Oh, like I said, uh, time and time again, public is hammering Baltimore. Sharps are on Kansas City. You know, everyone, another 2-0 and o day for me yesterday. I'm going to go Kansas City plus five. I just can't go against them. Plus five, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess I'll get it at four or four and a half, it, depending what this yeah, line will go. Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't go to five, I'll take the four. I think they still win the game outright. So um, I'm going to think Kansas City will cover this. Like I said, the keys will be the defensive side of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Baltimore, they will make plays, but I think they'll crumble with the inexperience. Patrick Mahomes makes a big-time play. And I just think Isaiah Pacheco, I didn't touch on him yet. He's I will banged touch. up a little bit, but he's yeah. He's banged up, but no one runs harder than him in the NFL. He's just a pinball in there. He, he No one... Uh, Fights harder than him for his yards. No doubt about that. And, um, I think uh, Baltimore will have a tough time stopping him. I think uh, the, the guard with Dunny, he's certainly out. But um, I, I just think Kansas City, it was just this is just like the days with New England and yeah. Tom Brady. They'll find a way to win this game. Um, certainly they have okay. been over the last six years. Um, I don't know if you guys see it the same way, but um, certainly we'll see who's right again. Yeah, I'm going to go the other side. I like the Ravens in this game. I think everyone's giving a little bit too much attention to Mahomes. I think this game reminds me of when Baltimore went into San Francisco and just beat the hell out of Brock Purdy and the 49ers. Yeah. Everyone didn't give him a chance as an underdog there. They're a favorite at home. Like I said, they got healthy. They got Andrews back. They're getting Humphrey back. They're stout on defense. We don't got to go over that again. It's just going to come down to Lamar Jackson. Only two playoff wins, second playoff win last week against Houston. Can he make enough plays against the great Patty Mahomes? That's what I'm really concerned more. Can he break? Can he get out of the pocket and run and, and like make plays and extend plays? That's going to be key because, like you mentioned, Spagnola is going to have a spy on him. Yeah. That's going to be key there as well. And Baltimore, they don't. Nobody runs it more than them. They got to get their running backs involved with Edwards and Justice Hill. Get downhill. Get the big offensive line going. One of the best offensive lines in the NFL. But uh, it's going to be interesting if they can pound the ball, t- time management, and like Harbaugh likes to do. And I think Baltimore will prevail here. Yeah, Wouldn't mess around with the spread here. It's a little high, in my opinion. Yeah. But oh, I think uh, the Ravens will advance. You made a great, you made a great point there, Mark. What uh, Baltimore has to do on the offensive side. They need to keep Kansas City off the field. They need to pound them with the running game. One of the best running teams over the last few years. What they do with their running backs and, of course, Lamar Jackson. Okay. But if they can outrun the ball against this Kansas City defense and force Lamar to throw the ball, there's going to be a long day for them. It's all going to be opinion. about adjustments like me and you have been saying in the second half. That's yeah. what I'm going to be looking at. It's it, going to be a tight first half. It certainly will. I think the Ravens will be uh, leading into the halftime, but it's similar to what Buffalo was against Kansas City. But, yeah, um, I'm psyched for this one. I know I'm not a Patrick Mahomes fan. I just know talent when I see talent. And um, we'll see what he does again in his uh, sixth uh, straight AFC championship. Yeah, I got it. It's Lamar Danny, Jackson Danny. who has not been here. There you go. There you go. I got to – well, so, I'm going to lead in my uh, first – Boys, we're going to lead into our first free pitch. Yeah. I'm actually going to lay off the board just because – here's the most important thing, listeners out there, and you sports wagers. Just because there's a lot of games on the board doesn't mean you always have to play. It's, That's yeah. the key to sports investing. Today, I didn't like anything. Yes, there's a lot of games on the board, but I'm going to lay off. Yeah, so the Nevada-New Mexico game looks like a very attractive game when you're getting like nine points on the Nevada side. I know it's a pit, but I'm going to lay off of that one as well. We're going to get a Marco's first free play today for everyone out there. Yeah, I think uh, I like this prop pick for Patty Mahomes to throw an interception today. I like it at minus 125. I mentioned the Ravens defense, number one in takeaways in the NFL. Mm-hmm. McDonald's going to give different looks in the secondary linebacker yes. position. Both of these guys can uh, have interceptions already on the year. Roquan and Patrick Queen. Kyle Hamilton with four. Stone with seven. And especially if the Chiefs are losing in this one, Mahomes will have to be throwing the ball. We'll see how effective Pacheco is on the ground. If he's not as effective as he was against Buffalo, Kansas City will have to lean on Mahomes. But I like that Baltimore defense to come up with a big pick in this one. Wouldn't be surprised if he throws two in this one. But uh, I like the, the price I'm getting at minus 125. Again, if he throws two, go a little bit further, dig deep, get plus 250 on that. But I like uh, that that prop, really one of my favorite props of the day. 
Yeah, I'm also going to a prop bet in this game with Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to go under uh, 27 and a half yards rushing for him. You know, he's a pocket passer. He tends to make big time runs in, in his legs in these games. But I think uh, Baltimore will get the pressure of him, hit a couple sacks, get him the negative yardage, and then he'll make one or two runs late in this game. But I think it's under 27 and a half yards. I don't see him uh, running against that defense. I think he's going to have to really make the plays in the screen game and, the, and then, of course, with his uh, tight end. And, uh, again, we didn't really touch on it. Rasheed Rice, the kid out of SMU. I scouted this kid. I knew he was going to be a superstar. He's turned into Patrick Mahomes' favorite target as a rookie. Um, been uh, really improving week in, week out. He's going to be playing a big major role in this game. But I like the rushing yards for Patrick Mahomes. Under 27 and a half, even money. Take it. There you go. And uh, we're going to just uh, hit briefly on the other game that no one like to Yes, there is another game. The NFC Championship. <laughs> Detroit Lions, San Francisco 49ers. On paper, it looks like a total mismatch of Purdy and those receivers and Debo Samuel coming back against a very bad cornerback uh, crew in Detroit. But their front seven is definitely tough. I I don't know. I think this either this is a blowout or this game's going down to a field goal. That's how I kind of look at this game one. Yeah, I don't know about blowout. I think this is going to be back and forth. It's going to be, again, a chess game. Who's going to make the adjustments? Can Detroit get over that hump and get to their first Super Bowl in I don't know how many years, a decade, 30-some years? But anyways, back to this game. I think San Francisco at home will be victorious in this one. I think they make too many, many plays. I think Detroit, they have the best offensive line. They're going to have to ground it with Montgomery and then Gibbs, the running back out of Alabama. But Jared Goff, you know what he likes to do? He slings it around with his receivers. They're always uh, pass first and not really a run-heavy team. But, again, again, San Francisco, you have to mix in the run. You can't just make them one-dimensional. They'll feed off that. Uh, I think Detroit keeps this within the seven, though. I think the spread is way too high. They can put up points. But the question, can they get enough stops with that defense? They've been letting up points galore. In their last six, four games, 23, 23, 25, uh, they're going to have to certainly play better in this game and uh, really dictate the, the, the time management. And they have to, you know what Dan Campbell loves to do. He's one of the most aggressive coaches. I expect them to go for a many fourth downs today when they, they have the ball. And uh, if they convert them, uh, they have a good chance to keep this game within the seven. If they don't, uh, San Francisco will take those uh, turnovers yeah. and uh, run away with this one. Marco, I think uh, the two two good running backs from Detroit, they definitely got to, like he said, time of possession. They got to run the ball. Yeah, they got to take a play of what Green Bay did last week with Aaron Jones, and I think they will have success running the ball today. But uh, I look at Jared Goff. Juan mentioned he's very good when he has a clean pocket. It's going to be hard today when you got Hargroves, Bosa, Chase Young going coming after you at, at different times and most of the time. Also the linebacker position there, but that's going to be a key. The Detroit offensive line can give golf time to get into his playmakers. We know how good St. Brown is, 1,500 yards. Laporta, one of the best young tight ends in the game. And you got Reynolds, you got Jamison Williams at Alabama. But uh, that's going to be key. Uh, we all know that San Francisco's defense is for real. Don't need to get on that side of the ball. I think they come out, play better. Detroit hangs around the first half, but it's San Francisco too much. They will pull away late in this game. And I'm going to hit another future as I have San Francisco for the NFC this year. So I know you had Detroit. That was a good pick. But San Francisco wins at home. Yeah. Speaking of futures, our futures are uh, going at each other today. I had uh, Detroit to win the NFC. And my partner right here has the 49ers. So one of us is going to definitely hit another future as we speak today. Guys, your last picks. 
Yeah, I already got it in mine. I have Kansas okay. City plus Just four one today? No, Kansas City plus four and a half. Okay, I said yeah, it earlier you got on the you. show. Yes, you did. As well as Patrick Mahomes under 27 and a half. Okay, yards. Marco, give us your last winner here. Yeah, I'm going to go golf over 251 yards passing. Again, I think this is they're going to have to throw the ball to get to their playmakers. Again, in the second half, San Francisco may be up by more than 10 points. Golf will continue to throw. I like that prop pick over 251. So I got two prop picks. Mahomes to throw an INT. Golf two, over 251 and a half. There you go. Thank you for listening to today's show. Get those four free picks in before they do go off the board. To inquire about our paid services, email us at offtheboardsports at gmail.com. Good luck. Thank you for listening to Off the Board Sports. For any inquiries regarding our paid services, please email us at offtheboardsports at gmail.com. We invite you to follow us on Twitter at OtheBoardSports and Instagram at OffTheBoardSports. Thank you and best of luck.